And we're going. Okay, everybody. Uh, welcome to Same Name Movie Club, episode two. Episode two. I didn't even, uh, I wasn't convinced that we were even going to make episode one. Nope. And, and now, now we're on we're episode on, two. That's twice as many. That is. Uh, this episode is titled 28 Days Later. Right. I paused there. We are comparing the movies 28 Days and 28 Days Later. I uh, hated these movies. Well, let me just start off. Sure. Please. Uh, by giving a quick synopsis, if you didn't listen to our first episode. Basically, what we do with Same Name Movie Club, we take two movies that seem to have nothing in common but the names and show you how they're basically the same movies. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. And every movie is the same. Every movie is the same on Same Name Movie Club. Yeah. So, so, so we're adding a new... Uh, a new by the way, who are you? Oh, sorry. Uh, my name's Jamie. And I'm Phil. I'd also like to point out that both of us worked a full day's shift today. Yeah. Then met up and watched two movies. It is almost 3.30 in the morning. And now we are... Uh, recording a podcast recording for Recording a podcast. For all four of you. <laughs> okay, so the first movie, uh, 28 Days. Yeah. It is uh, from 2000. It is a comedy drama. <sighs> stars Sandra Bullock. Vigo Mortensen, Steve Buscemi, Alan Turdick. Is how do you say his name? Alan Turdick. Alan Turdick. Um, it has a Turdick. No, Tudick. not Turdick. Tudick. Whatever. <laughs> Turdick. Turdick. I was like, wait a Tudick. minute. That sounds right, but no, Alan Tudick. Okay. Uh, it's got a five point nine on IMDb, which I'm shocked it is that high. Yeah, is that out um, of ten? Out of ten. Jesus. Um, not so surprising. It has a thirty-one percent on Rotten. Still tomatoes. surprising. Yeah, it's even that high. Um, so the gist of this movie is a big city newspaper columnist is forced to enter a drug and alcohol rehab center after ruining her sister's wedding and crashing a stolen limousine. Which uh, I'd also like to point out that literally nowhere in the movie does it point <laughs> no. out. She, she, you don't know she's a newspaper columnist. She's, no. she's never at work. It's never no. mentioned. I mean, maybe. Maybe I, I missed it, but I don't think so. Maybe if she, when she's in the, the clinic. She mentions it for a second. I tuned a lot of Maybe. that out, but <laughs> yeah. Um, it is directed by Betty Thomas. Yeah. Um, who also directed Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakle. <laughs> <laughs> the next movie, the movie we're comparing, that you say, there's no way this has anything in common. Well, hang 28 on, days. real quick. I also want to say, spoiler alert: Steve Buscemi's not even a little bit funny in Twenty Eight Days. So, <laughs> honestly, Alan Tudyk, whose name I can never Alan say, Alan Tudyk is brilliant. He's the one shining gem in that movie. Yeah, but Steve Buscemi, like you're like uh, we were stoked. We were like, oh, yeah. well, Steve Buscemi's in it. This will be good. No, nope, it's not. Um, so then, twenty eight days later, two thousand two. It is a thriller slash horror. Uh, it has a seven point six on IMDb out of ten, and an eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, the uh, plot synopsis is four weeks after a mysterious incurable virus spreads throughout the UK, a handful of survivors try to find sanctuary. It yeah. is directed by Danny Boyle, who also directed Train Spotting. And uh, Train Spotting is great. Yeah, a few other movies that guy did. I just also want to say uh, for the, for the um, for those that anyone that may be listening. Um, when discussing, which I don't even know that I have anything to say about this, but yeah, um, if if we get to a point and we say, blah, blah blah, the zombies from Twenty Eight Days Later, okay, they're not zombies, and I get that. Yeah, get over it. They're zombies. They are not zombies. We don't care. Yeah, they're zombies for the sake of this discussion. But yeah. 
they're not technically dead and they're filled with rage blah 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 they move fast yeah so but if i slip and say zombies like we've never gotten an email because this is our second podcast <laughs> but like that would be the one that did it like some angry nerd like they're not zombies they're not zombies technically yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna call them zombies <laughs> yeah um so we've also decided that before uh we're also gonna do one sentence movie reviews for each movie we do <laughs> which i love this yeah so i'm gonna let you you want to start or you want me to start i'll do uh, how about i'll do uh, my 28 days and then you do yours and then when then and then uh okay you know. So what's your 28 days one? Two, this is the Sandra Bullock movie, 28 Sandra days. Sandra Bullock movie, yeah. What's your one sentence review? My one sentence review is Alan Tudyk bought a really bad novel, <laughs> tore out every other page, wrote in some pretty funny one-liners, and then made it a movie. <laughs> Fair enough. That's, That's what I think actually happened. Much I more mean, eloquently put than my one word, my not one word, my one sentence movie review, which is, who gives a fuck? <laughs> That's my thoughts on 28 Days. Now, what about 28 Days Later? What is yours? 28 Days Later. Yeah. I said, and I know this. a lot of people like this movie, yeah. but I just- I like it. I'd seen it before, and I, I was, when we decided to do this, I was like, 28 Days Later, okay, like, why uh, why haven't I watched that movie more? And I was very, uh, very loudly reminded tonight why I don't watch it. Fair that. enough. Uh, and I'll sum up why I don't like the movie. Um in my one sentence review that says this movie moves so slow that you'll turn it on and finally finish the movie 28 <laughs> days later <laughs> fair enough i think you're much better at reviews because mine's almost just a, a maybe a brief synopsis is, again is yours who gives a fuck <laughs> no that's 28 days though okay mine's i i think it's a uh, solid gritty apocalypse movie that was a giant step forward for the zombie genre that's my review of the movie. Oh, uh, but they're not technically zombies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next up, um, we did our reviews. We did our quick synopsises. We're going to do Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon's not in this, but we just have to connect it via actors. Actors in movies only. Yeah, no TV <clears throat> shows, No, no, not pulling out directors or, uh, you know, grip men or anything like that. Uh, would you like me to go first? Yeah, go for I, it. I, I didn't worry about... Normally when I play this game, I try to... Um, do it in as few actors as possible. And now you yeah. want to do as many this time. No, I only think I think I only did uh, uh, four four movies. Okay, let me um, hear it. But um, I don't know. I just wanted to have fun with it. So, yeah. uh, Cillian Murphy, the star of Twenty Eight Days Later, yeah, was in Dark Knight Rises. Okay, with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, who was in Inception with Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, who was in Django Unchained. With Michael Parks, who was in, <laughs> who was in um, Red State, okay, with Stephen Root, okay, who was in Dodgeball with Alan Tudyk, fair enough, yeah. Um, My Michael Parks, by the way, have you seen Red State? No. Have you seen Tusk? No. Okay. Well, haven't seen either. They're they're uh they're both Kevin Smith movies. Didn't know that. Yeah, but I haven't uh, seen either of them. He's in both of them. <clears throat> he's really really creepy guy, but really good actor so worth seeing we started out about the same but i just went so i took cillian murphy to, you had you had to you had to this is your only option for 28 <laughs> days later um cillian murphy was in batman begins yeah. or any of the batman movies with michael kane mm -hmm. who you may or may not know this but was in miss congeniality with sandra bullock oh my gosh he totally was <laughs> so that's how i did it I guess i guess it's uh proven that you know more about sandra bullock movies than i do what can i say <laughs> okay so um We've got our six degrees down. We've done that. 
Yeah. Now we're doing similarities in movies. Which this is this is really where we show that it's the same movie. Yeah. And I forget if I decided. Are you starting today? Um, I can start. Okay. Yeah. So I was. Um, I was. Uh, where's Where's my phone? Because I'm going to need to reference. Uh, some, there it is. I was at first. I was like, well. What's what's the the gist of of twenty eight days? You know, it's I'm excited <laughs> to find out. Uh, it's about a girl in a rehab clinic. Yeah, right. So I, you know what I did? What did you do? <laughs> I looked up. <laughs> it's so late. I looked up the definition of rehabilitation. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I have that here on my phone, because what I noticed is 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 in twenty eight days later when they're arriving and the soldiers are talking about all the landmines and all that that they put out yeah you know but then he says our job is not only to protect but to rebuild oh yeah so uh, according to miriam webster the (laughs) definition of rehabilitate is to bring someone or something back to a normal healthy condition after an illness injury drug problem etc and that etc shows that these movies are both just about rehabilitation. <laughs> etc. Cetera. Etc. Cetera, yeah. Etc. I can see um, that. So, but you know, I was uh, I, I I did that, and I was like, well, is that really it? You know, is that really all it's about? And there were some little things I noticed, like they take away everything that Sandra Bullock goes into rehab with, as happens, I'm sure, in real life. Yeah. Um, and then she she jumps out the window and hurts her leg, but they say we can't give you any painkillers. It's true. But when Cillian Murphy gets a headache in uh, twenty eight days later, she has painkillers to give him. Yeah, it's true. You know, so it was it was uh, it's not necessarily not necessarily on the same plane. There, I didn't feel all the way. It's a similarity, but that's not the central theme. I don't okay. think so. Then I started thinking. Um. Well, I lost what I was thinking. Let me look at my notes here. Um, oh, no. The, I was thinking, oh, this, this movie wouldn't exist. <laughs> Neither one of these movies would exist um, if, if people weren't putting foreign substances into their body, <laughs> you know, which is, is, is what both of these movies are about. What, whether it's alcohol or whether it's heroin or whether it's rage from rage, 28 Days yeah. Later, it's about the effects that these the negative foreign substances, yeah, the negative effects of these foreign substances yeah. um, in your bodies. But then I was like, man, I still don't know. I still don't know. And trying to cleanse yourself of those negative Cleanse effects. yourself, yeah. Rehabilitate yeah. yourself. Yeah. So then I started really thinking. And here's where I think I struck gold. Okay. Um. I was thinking about what what do the aside from the actual wording of 28 days what do the titles have in common their time frames yeah you know and what um what else is based on a time frame can you name something life i don't know let me ask you this instead yes life but i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to go a different way was there one animal um in uh in 28 days that was significant at all a horse a horse yeah. was there one animal in 28 days later that was significant there were several animals in it including horses sorry yeah which was a 
definite similarity. Um, the, the you're either talking about the horses or the monkeys. The monkeys. Yeah. The See, I have the a monkeys. horse similarity. Yeah. Well, that happened. The yeah. horses were there. Yeah. Um, but the monkeys were similarity. Were 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 in twenty eight days later. Yeah. Twenty eight days had the horse. Yeah. So I was like, man, <laughs> time frames in each of the titles. They each have a horse and a monkey. That's when it hit me. They are talking about Chinese astrology. <laughs> it's clear. It's so obvious. So you know what I did next? You looked up the Chinese astrology of a horse and a monkey. Yes. Yeah. So I looked up. Um, so first I looked up the horse. And uh, here's the definition from TravelChinaGuide.com. I think I used the same website earlier. <laughs> Come on. It says the spirit of the horse is recognized to be the Chinese people's ethos, making unremitting efforts to improve themselves. Oh, snap. Going to rehab. Yeah, there it is. So then I was like, well, is that a coincidence? We will certainly know when we look up the monkey. Yes, you will. And guess what? What? No coincidence. So I looked up the monkey. Because astrology signs have nothing to do with coincidences. Huh? <laughs> because astrology signs have nothing to do with coincidences, right? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I seem... Let me see. Did I lose the monkey one? You lose the monkey one. Well, even if I did, I, I can get it pulled up here in just a second. Um, but that... that see, that's it. So it's, a, it's about rehabilitation. Yeah. It's about rehabilitation from foreign substances... Yeah. And it's about using Chinese astrology to help you through that. Fair enough. Did you find the monkey yet? Um, I have it pulled up. Let me, uh, I just need to okay. open the page. See, which is crazy because once again, we both have vast similarities in the movie yeah. that we came to on different similarities. Like, I have completely different similarities than you in this movie. The monkey is a clever animal. It is usually compared to a smart person now let me ask you this yeah if you need to live in a post-apocalyptic world what do you need to be a monkey a smart person <laughs> you don't need to be a monkey <laughs> but smart, smart and clever yeah like and a, as soon as i saw that i was like these guys are definitely smart and clever yeah they have to be because they're you know surviving one of how many survivors seven i think yeah i don't at least know in the movie yeah so smart and clever monkeys in 28 days later and monkeys in 28 days later and horses in, I'm not calling Sandra Bullock a horse, but, you know. Yeah, it's not Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> Jesus. So, uh, I have vast similarities in this movie that are completely different than your vast similarities. Which, of course, as we always say, goes to show. It's the same movie. Same exact movie. So, here's the general plot line of both these movies. It is people being thrust into bad situations where strangers are helping them until they can help those strangers. So you have Sandra Bullock, who's getting put into rehab, okay? Yeah. And there's all these strangers around her that she's never met before. Yeah. And they're helping her out. They're saving her, okay? Until at the end of the movie, when she can help out uh, Alan, I can't say. Tudyk. Tudyk. And other people, like, you know. Uh, And essentially, that's what happens in 28 Days Later as well. We have... uh, Cillian Murphy's character, Jim, he uh, wakes up, is completely helpless, just like Sandra Bullock is completely helpless at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Okay? Then these strangers 
the people in rehab from 28 days or uh, Selena, one of the main characters in 28 days later, save this character. So they both have strangers saving them. They then, in return, end up being able to help these strangers that have helped them. Uh, Sandra Bullock puts on the little show for the girl who, the one, her roommate. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of helps her on, out. Based on the soap opera. It's based on the soap opera. Uh, you have Cillian Murphy at the end of the movie saving Selena and other people and the other people that have helped him out. Mm-hmm. I think that's a vast similarity. Now, I also have the horse thing as well, but I draw. You see, in uh, if you haven't seen 28 Days, take the time to watch this movie. Uh. If for the horse scenes, nothing else. So oh, there's God. this whole thing in the movie <laughs> where they're like supposed to be able to like pick up a horse's like hoof and like pet it or something. I'm not really it's, sure. It's to shoe it. To okay. shoe it, yeah. So like to get the horse's trust. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a big major plot point. And in fact, it's kind of like the end scene of 28 Days is like where Sandra Bullock can finally pick up this horse's hoof. This random horse. That's on the middle. <laughs> Why is that horse in the streets? I think it was a police officer's horse that was maybe tied to a so outside of a bar in in what i assume is new york i'm assuming new york yeah yeah big city she's a big city colonist (laughs) it's gotta be new york that was the worst movie i think i've ever seen it was really bad so sorry so then there's another so i think that that those horses i looked up the chinese astrology of horses as well and it talked about them um, did you really i swear to god i did and it talked about um serenity it's to to better yourselves yeah and it talked about how it leads to serenity that's what the the horse means serenity and bettering yourselves Mm -hmm. so i think that the horse in 28 days is supposed to represent serenity and bettering yourselves um hoping for a better time and so forth i also think there's that scene in 28 days later where the horses are running and the little girl says hey papa are they infected and he's like i don't think so because those horses are representing serenity and bettering themselves because they are trying to better themselves so just like sandra bullock with these horses is trying to better herself they are viewing these horses as a way to better themselves as well so i mean it's both movies are about chinese astrology yeah here's the other thing so I didn't think I would ever get this similarity in any of these movies that we did, but I have a weird cinematography s- similarity, and it's clear that uh, Danny Boyle, the director of Train Spotting, and oh, let me get her name again, <laughs> Betty Thomas, the director of Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel, <laughs> have very similar directing styles. <laughs> They clearly come from the same school of directors. Yeah, I'm certain they do. <laughs> they have to. There's no way they don't. Because, so, there's, in 28 Days Later, the like, the cinematography, there's all these, like, cut and flash scenes where it just goes to certain things and it's gritty and shaking. And it's weird for a comedy to do that, but there's a lot of that in 28 Days where they have those flashback sequences and it yeah. just cuts to different scenes yeah. back and forth and they're kind of gritty and shaking. They are. Yeah, that's a really weird directorial similarity, like just from the standpoint of like cinematography. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, they both I noticed, do that I a noticed lot. a lot of the flashbacks, and I was expecting to see some in 28 Days Later. That was going to be, I actually had flash yeah. flashbacks uh, written down, but then crossed it out. There's no flashbacks, but there's a lot of that like weird cutting and jolting, like back and forth into scenes. Which is common in horror movies, but not so much in dramedies. No, unless, of course, you were thinking this is going to tie into a future zombie movie that's I, going to be made because they certainly know each other they came out within two years of each other oh yeah they were I'm, ass, I'm assuming you know 
those people in, in cahoots. Yeah, for for certain. Yeah, you you don't you don't direct John Tucker and us die <laughs> <laughs> without knowing movies about heroin, <laughs> right? I was that's what that's what Train Spotting's about, right? Heroin. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, and in a way, you know, so is. Oh my gosh! In a way, so it's twenty-eight days. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Like, the her roommate dies from heroin. Yeah, is that what she died of? I, I uh, at least I, that's what I read. But again, I don't think that they. <laughs> I don't think that they said that. They just, you're just supposed to assume. Yeah. Yeah, that we know what's going on. Twenty-eight days, like when when I was looking up like what the movie was, there were so many details, so many more details in the Wikipedia <laughs> two-paragraph plot synopsis than I than were even in the movie. No, they. You you said it while we were watching the movie. Character development was not something they worried about in that movie, nor was story development. No, nor was really anything. Yeah, except for horses. Yeah, <laughs> helping people out and rehabilitation, rehabilitation, and Those keeping are... keeping foreign substances out of your body. Here's one more weird similarity I had between the two movies: uh, junk food. Yeah, I noticed that. So Sandra Bullock is finding safe haven in junk food in the movie. She has a big bag of candy. Mm-hmm. And what is the first thing we find um, Cillian Murphy finding comfort in sort of is when he first escapes from the zombie, they give him Pepsi and all these sorts of junk food. Yeah, and that because that's what Selena carries. And she even says, if I never see another chocolate bar in my life, it'll be too soon. Yeah, so the junk food. And I think that represents simpler times when you're a kid. <laughs> So for Sandra Bullock, the candy represents when she was a kid, and even though her mother was drunk, she was happy, because there's lots of flashback scenes of that, them riding the little sled. Yeah. You well, know? The table. The table sled. If you haven't seen the movie, you got to watch it. <laughs> so, I don't think that was a happy memory. They almost got hit by a car. <laughs> no, but I think as a child, she was happy. Uh, so I think she's remembering just what it was like to be a child and have candy, and I think that, I think that deep down, Cillian Murphy and or Jim and Selena were remembering simpler times as kids too off this candy. And it was now their life force, but it also reminded them of being children. And going to a Chinese restaurant and seeing what animal they were. <laughs> exactly. On the placemats. Yeah, most certainly. I agree with yeah. that. So that's what it's about. So it's about using it all. Oh, what are, I think both movies are about using Chinese astrology to rehabilitate. Yeah, essentially. I, I, and rehabilitate people or or you know, your society, life, society, pretty similar plot lines, same directorial standpoint and cinematography ideas. Same movie. Essentially the same movie. Same exact movie. Because every movie is the same at same name movie club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I guess that's our conclusion then. It is. Yeah. It's as well, simple as that. And, and, and moving on to my favorite, this is my favorite thing to do is. You know, even after coming up with all these similarities to show that these are the exact same movies, if you wanted to make the argument of those are not the same movies, I would insist that they are at least in the same universe. Oh, and this is, I'm excited to hear this because I'm not very good at this, but you, my sir, you, let me hear how they're in the same universe. So where is, um, okay, so we, we decided that 28 Days is set in New York. Most certainly. I believe I read that. You said Big City. Big City columnist. Yeah. So it's set in New York. And the one who's the one character in that in 28 days that's a little bit out of place? 
In 28 days, mm-hmm. could it be her boyfriend? Her boyfriend, Jasper. Why is yeah. he out of place? Because he's English. He is English. Yeah. And I looked up the actor, and he is an English actor. Okay. I'm not too great with accents, so I wanted to make sure he wasn't Scottish, you know, or Welsh. Yeah. You know, which are all, you know, British countries. They sound the same to me. Right, to me too. So I wanted to make sure. Because then, again, it wasn't specified in the movie. No, nothing specified right. in 28 days. <laughs> Uh, I wanted to make sure he was, in fact, English, and he was. Let me ask you this. Where is 28 Days Later set? England. England. So here's what happened. What do you want to do after a girl breaks up with you? You want to You want to hang out with your friends. Yeah. You tell me he doesn't have English friends. His accent's still pretty thick. Yeah. So Sandra Bullock breaks up with him. She's trying to better herself. He laughs at her rehab the whole time. He brings her champagne to the rehab clinic. That's, Jerk. Right. So, and but he says... I will change for you. The only thing I can't do is be without you. He says something along those lines in the movie. Yeah. And uh, so he's obviously extremely distraught. And he thinks, oh, I'll, I'll take a holiday. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Buys a, buys a plane ticket for a week or two. Yeah. And goes to England. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, in England, there's all these tests being done on monkeys. And it's... Just to put it in 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 an idea of where this happens in the timeline, Cillian Murphy would be in a coma at this point during well during during Jasper's trip to England. Okay, so Sandra Bullock's out of rehab. Yep, Cillian Murphy's in a coma. Yes. Yep. Jasper's flying back over. Jasper goes to see hang out with his friends, clear his mind a little bit. Yeah. You know, of course. His girlfriend just broke up with him because she's trying to better her life. Yeah. He's not a young guy. He's in his mid thirties. Easily, you know, and he's got to think like, man, I got to put my life back together. I need to get away, clear my head, spend some time with my friends, my family, have a pint, a pint, you know, so he goes to England somehow. Oh, I got this bit of animal blood on me. I don't know why he was a drunk. <laughs> he doesn't know why either. No, he, he actually he accidentally almost burnt down an apartment at the very beginning of the movie. Right. Because he was days. careless. Yeah. Careless drunk. So I'm certain that he got some sort of blood on him or. Got bit by a, a rat or something. <laughs> right, as this, right as this, everyone I know that gets drunk <laughs> gets bit by rats. But, you know, I mean, it's pretty true. You yeah, know? It's so I'm pretty certain that he definitely. I'm, I'm certain that he definitely <laughs> somehow contracted this rage. Okay, Bec- and I, I, it was I was starting to think that like he's English, like he probably came home and brought this virus back to the states. And when they're explaining to Cillian Murphy when he wakes up. Where all has been hit, she says, and by this time it's been Paris and New York, which is where he, Jasper, where Jasper is from. Went back. Well, went back to. It's where he lives now. So, so, so he he gets broken up with. He goes back to England for a little bit, hang out with his friends, contracts this rage virus. Luckily, for him, because everybody's probably trying to get out. He's already got his plane ticket though. Get me on this plane. Get out of here. Yeah. As soon as he lands, I don't know what the time lapse was, but as soon it looked like it was pretty quick in the movie. Yeah. But I'm sure the I'm certain the earlier strains or strands of this, of or it this, could have just been on him and not in him. Probably. You know. And if you not probably definitely. Yeah. And if you don't think that's possible, Ebola. Think right. about that scare that we've had. Some right. guy bringing over from West Africa. Why couldn't Jasper? He's bring, a white guy. That's way easier making it through right customs these days. You know what I'm saying? And he was charming. He was very charming. So just 
Come on in. Oh, yeah, Jasper, you live here. Welcome home. This is my pet rat. He's a little angry right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, he doesn't like flying. <laughs> right. That's one thing about rats that I know. They don't like and this flying. rat has rage, and he doesn't think it has rage. That's what it must have been. I, have, I overlooked that, but he must have got a pet rat. <laughs> to soothe his soul. And got it through customs because he was charming. And at this point, they were just letting anything through because they were just trying to get save English people's lives. Yeah, come on into America. We'll treat you. And then ja- so Jasper essentially brought over the rage into America. Yep, all because he wouldn't because Sandra Bullock because he was a jerk to Sandra Bullock. So really, uh, really, <laughs> twenty eight days is the reason for the end of the world. The happenings in twenty eight days. Yeah, because it would have just been the end of England. Yeah, but Sandra but Bullock and Jasper. To, Jasper had to bring it over to America. There it is. Same universe. Same movie. Same boring movie in the yeah. same boring universe. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. I'm glad I don't live in that universe. No, because we'd be dead. <laughs> That's true. And because people like Sandra Bullock's character. And like Sandra Bullock does good movies sometimes. Like I don't I don't eh, dislike. She does now. I don't dislike Sandra Bullock at all. Really. I mean, I have no problem with her. No. Even like the like I'm not too big into Miss Congeniality, but they're funny when they're on. They're funny enough. You yeah. know, like they're not they're not twenty eight days. What was no. that garbage? I I I think you should all watch it though. <laughs> That's probably true. Simple as that. Or you wanna know what we're talking about. Yeah. You go watch it. Um don't expect much from Steve Buscemi. No, it's very disappointing. Yeah. For him. Um, but I think that's it. Are we That's it. We've proven that they're the same movie. Yeah. We've proven that they're in the same universe. And we will always prove that every movie yeah. is the same. That's what we do at same name. Same movie symbolism. Club. Yeah. Same cinematography. Yeah. Same rehabilitation. Yeah. Same Chinese astrology. Same. I'm. I wonder, because like, I wonder what animal train spotting would be then, or what animal? Is there a chipmunk in train spotting? No, I'm saying like the squeakle, because I bet you they got together and they said like, all of our movies have to. Yeah, they have to represent Chinese astrology. Yeah. Uh, they might have even co-directed them, but you can't be in like the Screen Actor or Screen Directors Guild if you have co-directed movies. <laughs> so they leave is their that name. True? I think so. Oh, I I could have been a bunch of bullshit. I think that the I think that the chipmunks are probably some sort of uh, some sort of we'll representation. Have to look into that. Yeah. Okay, so you're about to reveal what next month's episode is going to be. Next I don't know month, what it is. Yeah. So that's so I'm a, excited. So we take turns uh, picking. The movies, uh, I, p- I picked the first week, Friday and Friday the 13th. The, not not the week, the first month. Friday, yeah. Friday the 13th, the first episode I picked. Uh, the, this week, this abysmal week, you picked. 28 days and 28 days later. Yes, and I'm glad they're out of the way. Okay. Uh, I'm excited to see if we have a movie that doesn't have uh, numbers or days to do with the title. We don't. We don't have one yet. Okay. <laughs> what are you, okay, what, what are we doing then? Um, I just figured... Christmas time next month. Okay. We need to do a Christmas movie. Okay. Um, and I know this isn't a popular movie. Okay. But I want to do Four Christmases and Four Brothers. Never seen Four Christmases. I mean, it's it's a movie, but it's, okay. it's fun. Tim Four McGraw's Christ- in it, so that's pretty fun. Tim McGraw, love it already. <laughs> so next month's episode. Four Christmases and Four Brothers. Okay, it's done. I'm pretty sure they're the same movie already. They, they certainly are. Yeah. They both have four in the title. Clearly, done. same movie. Thanks for joining us for Same Name Movie Club. Yep. Thank you to Callie Wright for producing this and for producing uh, future episodes. Yeah. Thank you very much. And Justin Schaefer of Big Snackers Podcast has been helping us out a little bit, kind of getting our stuff up and running. So thank you to him as well. And uh, 
that's all we got. Tune uh, in next time. Yeah, see you next month. I'm Jamie Cybers. I'm Phil. There. Bye. <laughs>